Konnichiwa. It's Zach Langley Chichi. I'm so popular. And I'm here with the cleanest hole in Long Island. Who are you? <laughs> um, my name is Justin. Hi, Justin. What are you doing? What am I doing? Well, right now, literally, I am sitting in my room um, in front of my cluttered desk because I don't have the happiness to clean it up. But also, um, I'm trying to get back into school, trying to live as a student online, um, as someone who really um, like appreciates physically attending classes. Yeah. You know, this is like really depressing and just like everybody just, it just doesn't feel very comfortable for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was just talking to Ava about this the other day, but like, I'm so fucking glad I graduated before COVID because there is simply no way I could have ever like done online classes. It's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. So why um, do you follow me? Well, why do I follow you? Is it the well, cut chat? Yes, I think so. Um, so I was in like, uh, there's like, obviously there's more than one, you know, cunt group chat, but I feel like ours is kind of like the one that's, I, I guess, still alive. Yeah. If you could even call it that at this point. Oh God. <laughs> um, it's yeah. Cobwebs in there. Um, you know, but so I got kicked out of another one and then I think Odin, um, added me to this one that we're in now. Right. Auden, Auden, I don't know. I think it's Auden, right, um, that girl, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Stream Auden, stream running through my mind. Stream um, running through my mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and then I, I was added into the new one, and like, you followed me. It's like weird, because like, you followed me, uh -huh. and like, you were some like Hikaru stan. Yeah, because that's that's where really my Twitter right, journey began. Is this an Hikata right. account? Yeah. Right, right, right. And this was like the peak of that, like, you know, um, kind of account for you. And uh, I didn't follow you at first. And then, like, you unfollowed me. Oh, did I really? Because... <laughs> did you... did yeah, I... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I get it, though. But the reason I, okay, so this is kind of off topic, but it's related, like, my ratio, like, I literally don't give a shit about my ratio, but, like, yeah, but your I ratio is fucking tight, girl, it's, like, what, 52 to, like, a thousand something, it's, like, okay, so, like, I don't really care about the ratio, but it's, like, I don't like following a lot of people, because, like, I don't want to see, like, a lot of content on my timeline that I don't give a shit about, you know what I mean? Oh, like, I know. You know, so like it's it would drive me crazy and make me hate the app. So like I follow I don't follow a lot of people just because like the traffic of the timeline is something that like I can't always handle. And like it's, following it's too awful. many people. Yeah. Like yeah. I follow too many people and especially it makes me mad. Like I get right. angry looking at Twitter every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like especially now when we're all trapped at home, like People have no lives, like, even less than they ever did, and, like... And everyone is just, like, getting more, like, mentally unwell, and right. they're infecting the internet with it, and I literally can, like, not take it. Like, especially these 17-year-olds, like, Rose Twitter, their right. spiral is driving me, like, up the wall. Yeah. Oh. Right. 
today was not my favorite day on the app. I would kept like reading these tweets and people were being like, if you were a fascist before, then you're not allowed to be a communist now. And I'm like, okay, so like, what, what do you want for them? Like, <laughs> what are we supposed to do here? Oh. Yeah, politics on Twitter never ends well, right? Well, also, I will say that I do kind of like, I'm responsible for hating Twitter so much because I start a lot of shit. Like, mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm not yeah. I'm not above admitting that I love drama and controversy. So, but I feel like you're too good for it. Like you're too like like people don't get like what you're doing when you're like arguing with them. You know what I mean? Oh, like, you're right. They <laughs> yeah, and it just makes you end up looking like a crazy like fucking bitch. Like I read the replies to some of your like arguments, and it's just like these people just don't understand like. That you're trolling them all, I and it's working. <laughs> I know because it's like, like, I mean, like obviously I'll like engage with like content that actually does piss me off, but like I don't ever try to like come at it from like any kind of sincerity. I just kind of want to provoke the people. Right, right. It's like a fucked up experiment. Yeah, and <laughs> I can't stop. I'm addicted. Like for instance, last week, of course, when I got into the Charlie XCX dialogue again. Mm. <laughs> of course. I knew that just, like, making, like, a pissy, like, bitchy little joke would be, like, what... W- like, if I had said something earnest and be like, hey, like, I really think you should, like, reconsider this for this and this reason. Like, no one would have listened. But if I'm, you know, really snotty and rude about it, then I'm gonna get everyone mad. And it worked. <laughs> but what makes you, like, why wouldn't you just want, like, peace all the time like all the girls get along there's no discomfort like what makes you want to like pull that like what what like what makes you want to pull that trigger like what makes you want to like it's a good question it's a really good question right like i don't know (laughs) i think it's i just like simply i i just simply love chaos it is a thrill it's a thrill right and um i haven't been able to be at my bar recently And my bar gives me a lot of, like, drama and intensity. (laughs) Right. So I guess I have to replace it with, like, making fun of Arab thought. Oh, I'm not. No, I'm not saying names. I'm not. I have nothing to do with if anyone hears this. um... Yeah, Justin's not associated. I will be clear. But but, but to be fair, don't you, like, not follow him anymore? No, we're, we're, we're mutuals. Yeah, we follow each other. Oh, I um, thought I looked the other day and I didn't see it, but I could be wrong. I mean, last time I checked, I mean, I don't really check my mutuals really that often. Like, I don't really care. Yeah, because you're healthy um, and I'm insane. Right. Like, um, but I, as far as I know, yeah, I mean, we were talking the other day on the timeline. So, I mean. Oh, there you go. So, what have you been up to this week? Like, anything <sighs> interesting at all? Just, like, school? <laughs> Um, I actually didn't have school. Okay, so I have Monday, uh, Wednesday classes right now, mm-hmm. later in the semester. Um, so I have like um, classes that are starting in October. Okay. Um, so like around October, I'm going to have classes uh, Tuesday, Thursday. But for now, it's Monday, Wednesday. And like, obviously, uh, Monday was uh, Labor Day. Um, so I didn't have school. So tomorrow, Wednesday... 
Um, I have class. Um, so I didn't have any class this week, actually. What else did I do? Um, what classes are you taking? Oh my God, I'm taking, I'm, bi- I'm taking business law one and I'm really scared about it because like my professor's not even doing Zooms. It's just like- What? Um, if, yeah, he's not even doing Zooms. Um, it's just like, he sent us the link to the textbook, buy the textbook, read chapters two, four, six, 12, 11, and like 11, 12. And like, it's like, then when you're, when you finish reading the chapters, answer these modules and you'll be graded on the modules. If you have any questions, email me. Like, that's that's literally not education. I know it's horrible. And it's like depressing me because like, I was interested in business law because I took law 101 last semester. So I'm like, okay, let me see the law thing. Like, let me try to have my, you know, blonde, what's the name of that movie with the lawyer lady? She's blonde, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, Legally Blonde. I was I was trying my cute little like Legally Blonde moment. Like, you know, like I was trying to do that. Like have my Legally Blonde, you know, Reese Witherspoon, you know. Yeah, not a Robert Kardashian boots, moment, but. Boots, bro- yes, Boots Reese Witherspoon. Boots Reese but... Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> a little, it's a little pink boot with like just the the slightest heel. Right. Rhinestones. Exactly. Um. Yeah, but uh, your professor said no. Yeah, he said no. We're not doing education this semester. He said like... no. You are literally paying to buy a textbook <laughs> and then to read it. <laughs> I'm paying so that I'm paying so that I can pay to buy the textbook. Literally, God, I, like. I don't even think like Zoom is real education. Like Zoom classes and like sitting and uh-huh. like picking your no. nose with like fourteen yeah. other like stoned college Literally. students as they like drone on about like Sontag yeah. or like no, it's, it's so fucked up. Like and if you're not even like having Zoom, then like what's the oh my god. I, I really pity you. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. And meanwhile I went bungee jumping this weekend. <laughs> wow yeah oh my goodness how high like 300 feet wow yeah i got dizzy and then um i was like really drunk and um my co- while you were bungee jumping um no comment <laughs> <laughs> no comment <laughs> oh my god okay i mean i definitely like okay this is how people can cancel me they can go to my drag queen instagram they can find the pictures from our little staff retreat they can f- they can find the campground we went to, and then they mm-hmm. can uh, report to them that I disobeyed the contract uh, and had mm-hmm. some alcohol before I like leapt off the cliff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and uh, what's the at of that account? At Langley Chi Chi. L A N G L E Y Chi Chi C H I C H I. Yeah. Ding ding ding. Uh, my drag Instagram is not not popular. <laughs> she's not right. popular. it's like 250 people it's basically just my clients at the bar mm. but you well, and um, why do you, you have a lot i've noticed you have a large presence on instagram i think you have like four three four accounts uh, like, <laughs> yeah i have well i have my uh english account and uh-huh. <laughs> my boy account and then i have like my japanese account and then i have my drag queen account <laughs> so yeah it's too right. many but i wanted to yeah. like do a a bunch of my like um, friends who were studying abroad in college like had an English account, and I was like, "Oh, that's a cute idea. I want to do that." And then if I ever go back to America, I'll stop using it. But yeah, 
Right. I have too many. I really hate Instagram, but here I am with three accounts anyway. <laughs> I would not right. have a drag queen account if I didn't need to, but like I have to like promote for the bar and like mm-hmm. keep in touch with clients and I fucking hate social media as like mm-hmm. a work thing. Right. Yeah. I just sometimes like wonder if like any of my like coworkers at my day job like found any of my social media. Like, how would that go? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is there a movie like that? I feel like there should be. Who's going to play me? Um... I want, like, Sigourney Reese Weaver. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. Oh, my God. You're both very, like, you know, pale. And We're both of, of a Caucasian. certain racial persuasion. Caucasity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're both sometimes blonde. I mean... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, job. Reese Witherspoon. There we go. Uh wait, that's a movie. That's a good set. That's a really good segue. Look at me go. Um that's a segue in today's first topic. <laughs> now we're going to not talk about Barry Lee at all cuz neither of us got this movie. Um Netflix had the release of Charlie Kaufman's latest feature. It's called I'm thinking of ending things. Ending things. Got it. <laughs> right. Did you like nice. it? Um, I don't know. It was an interesting film. Um, a lot of things that I haven't really seen in a film before in terms of cinematography and how things were transitioning. Yeah, it's very cerebral. Yeah. Um, it's like, you just really feel like something wrong is going to happen. And, like, that's what creates majority of the discomfort watching it, I think, for the first time. Yeah, I guess um, for people who haven't seen it, uh, without spoiling it, it's about um, two characters in a car, and they are mm-hmm. on their way to meet, they're, they're dating, and they're on their way to meet the man's uh, parents. They have a mm-hmm. very bizarre dinner, and things get gradually stranger and less real as the film progresses. And it's, like, right. a commentary about, like humanity and uh depression and self-identity i guess i uh yeah when you said you hadn't seen a lot of stuff like it i i felt similar the only thing i can like really compare it to is like episode 25 and 26 of evangelion is like kind of what it reminded me of really yeah like the last two when like uh Shinji just like loses all of his shit and he's like floating in the middle of nothingness and has his like identity right. grilled. I guess it's like kind of similar to that, right? Right, yeah. Um yeah, I guess I could see it like that. But I felt like the situation with Shinji had a lot to do with like identity and like um existing and things like that and how like, you know, meaning of life and all that shit and like with this movie with the other movie like i felt was like a lot about like depression and like ending things in terms of life like they're kind of similar but different so i didn't really catch that connection but i could see how you saw it that way yeah because like i guess like shinji's main struggle is like his identity and like his uh his will to live. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess I kind of like, and then the way that both of these, or I mean, Evangelion and this movie end is vaguely similar in that it gets very abstract. And right. uh, 
It's a lot right, of like interrogating the notion of a character. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but you enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it enough. Honestly, okay, I'm not even gonna lie. To be honest with you, like it made me want to purchase the book. It made me want to purchase the book. Yeah, I want to read it I, too now. I okay, I wanted to purchase that fucking book because this movie fucked me up like the way it was formatted the way it was set up Damn. like the things that like went in the order that it did like it's just a very odd timeline in terms of like jumping and like you know it's just formatted very odd for a film yeah the the structure you know? of it is really right. atypical right. for sure it's like surreal and it's it's like very jarring and I wanted to buy that book because I wanted to know how the fuck they put that into a book. Like, well, yeah, I hear that. Um, it has like the, the, there's like three voices going on. It's like the man, the woman and the janitor narrating it. Uh-huh. And then like, as, uh, or not, maybe not the janitor, but like characters talking about it. I should not be commenting on the book cause I haven't read it, but I did feel mm-hmm. like similar in that I wanted to, like, see what the original, like, vision for this was. Because um, mm-hmm. you can tell that, like, Charlie Kaufman, like, really had um, a mission a and, a, like, a, a mm-hmm. theme he right. wanted to talk about, like, himself yes. and his worldview. And so I kind of want to see what the original author had in mind when he was putting it together, too. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, people always say the book is better than the movie. So it's like, okay, well, like, I want to see how much better this book is, you know, because, like, it's a Netflix movie. You know, Netflix movies, okay, they're cute. It's, but an, like, it's still a Netflix movie every time. Right. Every it's, time. Day, right, right. It's Netflix film, you know. So, like, how well could they have possibly, you know, um, yeah, translated yeah. this book as accurately you know this such such an abstract like form of like content art you know right. so it's like right you know like i need to know the book you know until i can really give an opinion on this like whole moment you i know? i will say that charlie kaufman definitely is like a established enough director like he wrote um oh i just burped um he wrote eternal <laughs> sunshine of the spotless mind um, with like Jim Carrey, and he did um, Animalisa, which is like a puppet movie with fucking, and then he did Synecdoche, New York, which is like a very oh. like famous art movie that I have never seen. Uh, uh-huh. So I think that he's like very idiosyncratic with his vision, and like even though it's Netflix, like this is still like totally his movie. But um, right. yeah, I want to read the book. That said, right. I did not like this movie at all. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, I watched it with my boyfriend, um, and I didn't feel any emotion from it except <laughs> irritation. Oh, yes, yes, okay. Yeah, I can definitely see Cause that I, being a possibility. I was, like, watching it, I was like, okay, I get it. Like, I get that things aren't, like, what they are. Uh, mm-hmm, things are getting, right. you know, more abstract. And I was like, okay, kooky for sure. And I was just like waiting for it to coalesce into a theme of any like worth or like emotional impact. And so it was kind of an experience of like, I watched the movie. I like saw what he was trying to say. And then I was like, okay, <laughs> great. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing. Right. Uh, you know, um, considering all that, you know, 
one of my favorite and i it just came to me but one of my favorite can we just talk about you know that one portion of the film where they go to that like kiosk oh the ice cream shop that storm yeah that was that was my favorite part too actually that was a really impressive scene and it it was really like shocking and like yeah well i agree because i thought like a lot of the stuff with coney sorry tony colette who plays the the mother Mm -hmm. i thought a lot of that was like kind of like ham-fisted like it was like kind of obvious and i didn't like get any feeling from it but i Mm -hmm. I think the most successful scene for me was that bit in the Mm -hmm. ice cream parlor because i don't know who that girl was who was playing like the server there but like she like really gave an unsettled like frightened performance yeah she did great yeah she really did she was she's in that movie for like two minutes then and she pops up again like later but like i felt that like more realistically than like anything else going on mm-hmm. and this movie just had like so much like long academic conversations about like movies and philosophy and poetry and i was like <sighs> right like that this is all nice but like <laughs> you're it doesn't evoke any feeling for me like Mm-hmm. This is my least favorite part of postmodernism. Yeah, it, like this, know? like yeah, like this information means nothing to me. Like nothing you're saying right now. Like yeah, and it's funny because means anything. I've seen some of the movies they talked about, and I like, I just finished like reading a really long portion in um this book called Sexual Persona about William Wordsworth, who they talk about in the like very beginning, and I was like, okay, like I know what this means, but like I don't care. Like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. This right. is, like, a, a big critique of postmodernism is that, like, it's emotionally hollow. And usually I, I like, push against that because, like, David Foster Wallace with Infinite Jest, it's such an emotional, like, postmodern, like, essentially postmodern book. But then you get to stuff like this and it's just very – you can tell, like, how it's working and it just leaves no emotion in me. Right. It, it, it makes you feel like the film knows what it's doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and it's just – there's just there, there's, you know, you want to believe it, but there's always just that, like, okay, I'm, like, I'm pulling back now. Like, I know this is what it's doing. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. It plays itself. Yeah. You know? I think a lot of, like, kind of gimmicky movies that, like, have, like, an obvious, like, trick to them. Right. Mm-hmm. It always is, like, no matter how well they pull off the trick, like, it's always, like, right. more about, like, that gimmick than it is. Like, right. It's, yeah. like... It's like all the girls are trying to do... They're all trying to have their, like, A24 moment. They're all trying to have their Air 24 moment. You are not Ari Aster. Right. Right. You are not Midsommar, You could never be Midsommar. You are not the Flower Queen, bitch. You are not the May Queen. You will never be Florence Pugh. You're not. You're not. Never. No, girl with red hair, I don't know your name. You you did a great job in this movie, but you are not Florence Pugh. No. Mm Mm-mm. And you never will be. Never. You won't even be the... You won't even be that burnt up man beast no, that bear. No, you will never be the man whose penis beast we bear saw. Man. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I haven't seen a version his, of that movie without his dick blurred because I live in Japan. His his performance in that film like Classic. Uh, made me so fucking angry. Like he did so good. He did so good. That like even seeing his penis couldn't did nothing for me nothing like, I, it did nothing. nothing like his performance was so good it was like wow like you did so good seeing your penis is like doing nothing for me right now yeah so i mean, you know I mean? actually i think midsummer is like a good point to like compare this movie to because both are mm-hmm. like a lot about 
individuation and like becoming an individual and like the pain of that and relating it to your family and Mm -hmm. a group setting. And this movie is much more like, um, it's much more in the head where Midsummer is like much more in the gut. Like you see Midsummer and like you watch those old people jump off the cliff. You feel that like you Mm -hmm. really feel that or like Mm -hmm. Florence Pugh's like smile at the end of the movie. Like it's really physical, but for Mm -hmm. me, this, whole movie was just like very ideologically focused and it like did it just it didn't do anything for me wow yeah like, i mean it's beautifully made and like the acting is good like it's uh-huh. a technically a really good piece of yeah. film yeah, yeah like but if i'm not feeling anything then like what are you serving right you know this style is I feel like it's just like if anyone other than Ari Aster is doing it like it's just not gonna work you know what I mean <laughs> like and like what even if like I see that A24 like logo like I already know it's gonna be a film that I'm gonna be like riveted by at least like I mean? interested like, in yeah right because I saw waves um I don't did you see that no which one was that um it's about like um Lucas Hedges is in it. It's about a family and their like son is a wrestler and like things like go south for him. It was really interesting. Uh recommended. But yeah, that's also a trick movie. And um I won't spoil what the trick is for you since you haven't seen it. But mm-hmm. after they they reveal the trick of it, like I also lost feeling in that movie as well. And I think like the only like gimmick trick movie I can think of that has like worked for me is um this Japanese one called anti-porno um, mm-hmm. where like they keep revealing that it's a movie and then it's not. And like this character is like confusing herself with her role. And that movie works for me. Like that, that one. Kinda sounds like, yeah. That kind of sounds like, I don't know, like perfect blue or oh, yeah. black swan, like a black swan moment almost. Yeah. I think that both perfect blue and, like black swan are like more like about like artists, like in the industry, you know? And right. Hi- yeah. How do you feel about those? Like, how love do you feel a, about love um, I think that Black Swan is not as, not quite as good as um people mm-hmm. think. It's really, mm-hmm. but it's really campy. So mm-hmm. I and Natalie Portman is so fun in it. So like, she's been doing that. That's that. She's been doing that lately. She's yeah, been, like Vox Lux too. Doing, yeah, and she, even with Jackie, um, that she was in, that. like even that. Yeah, the uh, my, uh the soundtrack. Uh, so it's really good. It's uh, Micah Levi. Micah. Oh, Micah the same Levi. person who did Under the Skin. Right. Like they um they did that soundtrack. It's really really good. Okay. Well, now I have um, to watch it because I yeah. the Under the Skin soundtrack is so good. Mm-hmm. Tears mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and Natalie Portman. She's giving camp, so I think you would like it. Okay, Natalie Portman is giving camp. Like, <laughs> she's like a new camp icon. Like this girl she's with red hair. Rock. Camp Rock. <laughs> camp Cock. Camp Cock. She is giving us camp. Like, this girl with red hair will never give us the camp that Natalie Portman gives. Every role. Mm-mm. Vox Lux. Never. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's in my Amazon Prime. Like, in my queue. It's in my queue, girl. It's in my queue. School shooting realness. Sia realness. Drug <sighs> abuse realness. Dick sucking realness, trauma realness. Oh it's God. so fucking good. I that movie is like the pinnacle of like America. Four out of five stars, <laughs> says Zachary Chi Chi. 
Okay. Here are all these movies that I really love um, that I have chosen to talk about instead of the one that we both watched and I did not love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. But it was cute. No, this movie, uh, I mean, I appreciate that bold artistic films are being made, even if I think they're kind of a failure. Like, I don't want to see more Marvel movies. I don't want to see more, like, studio bullshit. I want no more Disney remakes. I am happy that this movie exists. I just did not like it. And it's a scam. Like, that fucking Mulan movie. Did you watch Mulan? mm -mm. And I'm not, I don't plan on it. I don't know why anyone, I don't know why anyone would go out of their way to see that film. Like, hello, no Mushu. The the broke, the broke people in the cunts chat are like, let me pay $30 to watch this. Hello? Why are you paying the mouse? Mind you, mind you, mind you, that's on top of the subscription. So it's like a $42 movie. Essentially, yeah. That's like two IMAX tickets and a bucket of popcorn and a Coke. Yeah. And like they took Mushu out. Like Mushu is a black man. Like I know he is. Like they cut out a person of color. This race erasure. Right. You know, and like none of the music, like Christina Aguilera. Hello. Like But you can't just shove Christina Aguilera into the credits like that. How dare you? How dare you? Oh, it's ridiculous. But no, honestly, like the Disney remakes like sicken me. I have not seen a single one of them. I refuse. I refuse. I hate the concept of them. I just can't believe they are literally shitting and <laughs> farting and then like selling it for millions of dollars, like gluing Beyonce to it and being like, <laughs> it's woke. I won't watch it. Right. No. Right. Oh my God, no. Oh, Mulan is especially evil to me because. Disney loves China, and, like, I kind of love China, too. It's, like, you know, sometimes it's kind of fierce, but, like, I don't love China in the way that, like, I'm making all of my movies for it and killing the gays out of my movies so that we can sell it to China. Right. Where is my gay Marvel superhero? Like, if I get, if I want anything from capitalism, it's, like, one faggot superhero. God. All we have is Brie Larson. How awful! Is she even gay? No, I just, I just, that's all we get. <laughs> we all, we only get Brie Larson. I don't want her. Is my, is Captain Marvel gay? No, but honestly, with that haircut, with that little fucking haircut they put her in in an Infinity War, she like may as well be <laughs> like cropped down, honey. She was serving butch like motorcycle leather jacket, butch. like she's like Fisting. off to go like hit a femme, you know? Right. <laughs> Brie Larson, butch lesbian representation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is getting evil. Um, I think we've exhausted this stupid movie. So um, let's take a quick break, shall we? This is the part where you say yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay, let's take a break. Welcome back. Hey. Hey, welcome back. Um, 
I just poured myself a shot of tequila. I'm going to open my chaser, which is more Asahi beer. Um, mm. Let's have a drink, shall we? Yes. And cheers to what? Um, cheers to um, coronavirus. Yeah, COVID-19, girl. All right, bottoms up. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. The way we're literally gagging. Girl. Okay, that, that would felt Ugh. Here we are in the world. Just took a double shot of te- Jose Cuervo. You had what, Svedka? Yeah. Did you have a chaser? Bitch, I have water. Oh my god. Oh, I'm dizzy. <laughs> um, I have like learned to like not chase alcohol because people don't really like do chasers at the bar I work at. So, mm-hmm. but I'm at home. I chased my tequila with beer like a fancy bitch. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess what I want to talk about next is um, something that is a very important conversation to the both of us. If our messages were ever exposed, our Twitter DMs, everyone... Canceled. Canceled. Beyond over. canceled. Like, like Geneva Convention like... violated level of cancel. Like we're going to tribunal. <laughs> exactly like excommunicated from like the internet the topic is um gay thirst traps and the men who post them uh because basically whenever tina and i see one we (laughs) always have a little hot comment for one another (laughs) (laughs) yeah we like always like talk about these people and it's just like so aggravating yes So, so let me introduce this i guess um I have been on my gay journey now for, like, literally, I think, about 10 years. I think, actually, like, around right now is, like, my 10-year anniversary of, like, coming out. Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. Um, And during that time, I have had to live with the reality of gay men who post thirst tweets. (laughs) And I remember when I was in high school, like, I wanted nothing more on earth than their validation like that's what i craved so like i wanted them from like dead dilf do you that account oh i just isn't that so sad i have no <laughs> isn't that so sad i was just like oh my god big arm like like my tweet <laughs> i have and you know they're like making music now i did i act because i just looked at his wait sorry it's like are, what are the pronouns are I I think he him. Oh, okay, I sorry, I really don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. I I don't I'm pretty sure he him, possibly they there uh, he him. Well, in any case, dead Dolph, yeah, like cuz uh, this person was in like the Azelia stand discourse for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, "Oh, like I'm going to follow this account." And then like you know, dead Dolph posted big arm and like little 16-year-old me was like Oh my god, like my tweet. I used to respond to everything mm-hmm. he posted. I used to be like a pick me. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait, what if That's someone what if someone what if he hears that? That's so embarrassing. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, um we got to get away from that. Um and then like in college, I was like so oversaturated and like exhausted with it that like I just became very like anti all 
muscular gay men. Like, all fucking fit tops need to go to the gulag level. Mm -hmm. And, like, now I'm on my journey to finding a happy middle ground where I loathe them and Mm -hmm. am so jealous, but also, like, let them do their thing, I guess. But I'm not succeeding. So, like, how do you feel your progress with that, though, has, like... How mm-hmm. do you feel like your progress with that in terms of how you do that online and how you do that in real life has like been affected? Oh, that's a good question. Cause I guess yeah. like before COVID and I was going to the bar, like I, in the club, like I really did like hate the go-go boys and like the muscular gay men. <laughs> like, I'm like, don't talk to me. Don't look at mm-hmm. me. I want nothing to do with you. Like leave mm-hmm. me alone. Like, I don't want to be reminded that you exist, but I know deep in my heart, the reason for that is, like, jealousy. Right. Because who wouldn't want to, like, look like that? Be that. Yeah, like, be that. Right. And so, but I mean, it's, like, it's not really realistic for me to ever, like, get to the level where, like, I care enough about, like, my fitness and my health that, like, I have, like, a Mm -hmm. great diet and I exercise every day. Mm-hmm. yeah like I just want to like I feel like personally like you with like how you pr- like look like I feel like it fits you like really well like your natural like physique and t- like in comparison to like a go-go boy you know what I mean like I don't think I would face... look good like that personally. right right like what you have though right now like it works for you you know what I mean like you know it's yeah. it's like the it's like the I feel like that look is like the standard of like the gay community you know what I mean and it's like when that's the standard everyone's trying to look just like everyone's trying to look like that but like everyone's not the same you know what I mean so exactly it's not not gonna work for everybody you know what I mean and it's like we should be trying to work what work to the best of what we can be you know what I mean right like right and it's like yeah well I was just gonna say like work to what the best of you can be and you'll look the best for yourself. Yeah. Like you won't look like you'll end up looking worse trying to look like something else that wouldn't work for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like in all these Queens, they start picking up the roids or something, you know, like they, they put yeah, themselves through it. They put them. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I think that the main problem really is that like during like the seventies, like when gay men like started like creating a culture, like we really quickly, like, you know, had a really central like eroticized image you know like we had like mm-hmm. uh th- i guess what the man probably looks like is like he's like mid to late 20s right and he's beyond ripped like h- inhumane levels of like fitness and he's white like he's like either like dark hair or like blonde and like everyone still has like that image like eroticized for them the, the only other mode outside of being, like, that hot is, like, being, like, a twink, like, about to die on the edge of starvation. Or, like, a, like kind of a fat guy with a mustache in his 40s. Yeah. Yeah. I really, like, appreciate, like, these kinds of, like, aesthetic elements of gay culture because I think it's, like, led to good art. And I think, like, it's, like, interesting for us to, like, have, like, these images but at the same time i just like crave like some more diversity in terms of like what gay people eroticize Mm -hmm. or at least like have more like honest like 
narratives and images of like what our like erotic reality looks like instead of just like these completely unattainable people yeah yeah and it's like the people who who watch these films they want to see themselves in those films you know what i mean so it's like it's like okay we can watch these films but can we truly connect to them like i don't see myself in this film like i'm not like a straight man playing a gay man you know what i oh, mean yeah. like like even with um i forgot his name but he's like like um i don't know he was like playing a transgender woman but he was a this could be any number of, right. <laughs> of like right. um uh eddie redmayne or jared leto or right. yeah, yeah. all of these people have done that before right and it's like like that's cute like that's nice like we see what you're trying to do for us but it's like it's like uh like what the fuck is you bitches trying to fucking do like is this a costume like is this like some like like it, are you mm-hmm. trying to say that trans women are like men like you know what i mean like it's like we can't relate to that shit because right. it's like you don't want to put us on the screen you want us to be like wear a costume you know what i mean no like, i do and i think it's yeah. especially like you know it's it's rough for gays i think like because we don't have like a lot of like honest like stories about us mm-hmm. like the most we get usually is like you know for instance in like the most stupid star wars movie they did where like we get the like gay kiss for two and a half seconds between two girls <laughs> like that's not gay but like that's what we're expected to take or we get like these art films like almost always starring almost always starring straight people directed and written by straight people and like th- that's not like about us but it's really bad for trans women because like you know call me by your name is like so stupid and like has like nothing to do with like our real experience but like the consequences aren't that serious but you know yeah. right now like all of these people are like, trying to figure out like what are trans people's role in like the broader culture and so then they see like these mass images of them like in Dallas Buyers Club or like the the Danish girl and mm-hmm. it's completely wrong from the actual reality of like what trans people are like mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not coming from a place of knowledge. It's not coming from a place of, like, authenticity, you know? It's just, like, you know, it's, like, this synthetic, like, mm-hmm. almost, like, um, guess, almost, like, assumption of what, you know, that reality is for these people, you know? Because they don't, okay, like, you, like, even even, you know, transitioning from films we can even go into fashion where you have like brands brand names like off-white that are like tongue-in-cheek it's catered towards you know people of color like that's like the main demographic for like streetwear Mm -hmm. and style and it's like they're their like biggest contributors you know in terms of like like the models that wear their clothings for the advertisements, the main face of the brand. But then when you look at the teams behind these names and like you see the things that they like do and who they're trying to like. Yeah, like girl, like it looks like Hokkaido and like midwinter. It's like white as snow. Right, 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 right. And it's like, but they try to put a fucking like, like disguise of what they're making these bitches believe they're for but behind the scenes 
none of them are making the coin from the graphic design. None of them are making yeah. the coin from the styling. None of them are making the coin for the makeup. No one. And it's like, okay, you want to make us fucking believe that you're catering towards a certain demographic, which is great and should be uh, like considered. And yeah, like work for us, but like, yeah, but uh, like, right. what is it but for? It's like, right. Right. Like, are you trying to just like be a trend? Cause this is not a fucking trend. This is like the people who buy your motherfucking clothes. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's like, this is not a trend. This is not like something that's going to pass by in three months, a year, yeah. 10 years. Like this is a reality. This is a real thing. You know? So it's like, what are you really trying to do? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, one thing like, I think is that this is inevitable under capitalism for everyone, which is that like, mm-hmm. as long as there's like a financial incentive and people have to like base their livelihoods around their work, like as long as we're doing that, like, people are going to find, like, what's, you know, interesting and popular, like, in, like, counterculture, and they're going to sell it, and they're going to try to sell it through, like, you know, IG politic, uh, like, rhetorics. They're going to try to sell it in that lens to the people who are from the counterculture, and it completely goes just into feeding a larger system every single time. Yeah, it's... And this, I think this goes back to, like, thirst traps, you know? Like... Because everyone is trying to sell themselves because of capitalism and because of the financial state that we live in, like, everyone has to create a brand for themselves on the internet. And the Thirst Trap brand is, like, trying to capitalize and, like, earn, like, attention economy off of your body. Yeah. And, like, with the popularity of, like, OnlyFans and things like that, like... It feels so normal now. Like, had I seen, oh my God, like, had I seen, like, the things I seen now in, like, even, like, 2019. Oh my God, girl, literally. I would be gagged, bitch. I would be fucking, like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is a cop. Okay, how how the fuck is OnlyFans normalized? It's, like, it is so atrocious to me. Like, Oh like what the fuck honestly because um now we are in like this post woke level where people are like deluding themselves into thinking that like only fans and taking like selfies of your asshole and your pussy is like liberation i'm like you are literally doing this for the system like this is not good for anyone like we- no one should ever yeah. have to like expose themselves in order to make a living mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't. It's uh, it's, it's shocking it's, to me that people are like trying to like reframe it as like a mode of liberation when it's just simply untrue. Right. You know, I I'll, you know I see the I see that point you're trying to make, but you know, you know, I feel like for a lot of other kinds of people, you know, trans trans people, you know, trans women. Oh like, well, when it comes to trans women, it's a completely different. Right. Exactly. Different yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So it's, it's also, you know, it's fair to take note of that as well, you know, and that could be a good, you know, argument for people who are like against it, like for real, for real, like period, like this should not be a thing. This should not be legal. This should not be anything like anti-sex worker, you know, and that's my thing. That's my gripe with OnlyFans. Cause it's like, it really does help sex workers. You know what I mean? And it, Right. But like how many of them are like, I don't know. The, the term sex worker stresses me out because it's like, mm-hmm. A lot of these right. guys are like mm-hmm. upper, like upper middle class, and 
you know, they have like a stable job and then they can make like an extra like 20,000 for like having videos of them like slamming on the weekend with no face in it. Like that doesn't, that's not sex work to me. What is sex work to me is like, you know, trans women who have no other choice but to eroticize themselves and to like sell sex in order to make a living because they literally don't have the option to from uh the working conditions of the united states or like almost any other country like that that's sex work to me but like when these like cisgender girls or like these like you know upper class gay gay men like when all of these people are like i'm a sex worker because i'm like posting pics of my cock like i'm like no you're not like you you can actually like go to like work and like find like some stupid like brand job to go get go to starbucks you're not a sex worker sorry yeah that's controversial yeah. You, you can distance yourself from that but <laughs> it's like sex work means different things for different people that's true you know what i mean like same thing same th- if we even when we look at music you know like sex work means different things for different people. Disco means different things for different people. Mm-hmm. Like all these all these different things, you know? And it's like, it, it's usually an art, you know? And it's like, for a trans woman, sex work is like, you know, like dinner. It's like, you know, like I gotta survive. But for like, like for these- For anyone like else, girls, basically. For these gay men on OnlyFans, it's just like, I'm having fun. I'm ha- I'm in the top prime of my motherfucking mm-hmm. life, and like, let me make an extra coin so I can get this fucking Versace belt. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, ugly ass Versace belt. You know what I mean? And like, like, I'm like, go ahead, like, go do that if you so feel right. the need, like, the capital need, like, in order, to, like, buy your shit. Like, go do it if you if you want. Like, whatever. I'm not gonna like hate you, but yeah. Don't tell me you're a sex worker when like. I had to, like, watch my friends in college, like, actually have to go through traumatizing sex work. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't want to hear it from these fucking cisgender people, honestly. I'm it's tired of it. Yeah. And it's horrible. I mean, like, honestly, like, if I was trying to be, like, ID poll about it and, like, trying to, like, outwoke people, I could be like, I'm a sex worker because it's my job to, like flirt with people at the bar you know like right. i could literally like sell my body and like be hot for them but i know that's not like actually sex work so i would never say that but i know for a fact that lots of people would like claim it to get points and on their little woke card yeah yeah what is the good of it all like what is like what are these points for what is it for like, what are you gonna be spending these points for like what do you know that i don't like like i think like Honestly, I must be missing something, and there must be like some Twitter program that I just like simply didn't get the memo about. Where like if you like redeem enough woke points and like you tell enough people like sis, that's not right. You know, like you get a free fucking latte You're from canceled. Starbucks. You're canceled. You're canceled. Here's have a macchiato. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that that has to be it. Oh my god. Oh, I'm sick. I hate culture cancel it cancel culture not cancel culture but cancel, cancel the cancel. culture can- can- cancel the culture that cancels cancel culture c- cancel culture culture Cult- cancel 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 <laughs> cancer 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 culture. cancer culture cancer culture breast cancer awareness justin bieber 
wasn't he really into that? He like used to wear like a bracelet that said "Saved the Boobies," and like even before oh cancel culture was real, like Tumblr was like, um, uh, "Sis, that's not it. You can't wear an I love like, boobies because that's that's you're canceled." Uh, get me a, get like cry me a motherfucking river with these teachers that were getting angry over those bracelets too. Like it's like it all it says is boobies. It's like it's not bothering anybody. Like I never understood that when they would like take the bracelets away or force you to take them off it's like it's really not that serious it's not even like a curse word it's just like boobies it's just like immature like who the fuck doesn't yeah. giggle at that yeah, who, like, who doesn't giggle who doesn't have a little like, giggle <laughs> exactly right like who the fuck isn't gonna think that's funny like it's not hurting anybody if anything it's making people happier you okay know what I, mean? I guess it's just this, like Feminism is over now. Like that's done. Like we got to work on other things now. But like, put it away. Put it away. Feminism, no more. Like, like I really don't need to hear anything else. Okay. Like <laughs> no more feminism. We need to talk about other things now. Yes. Ugh. Also, I. This is off topic. Feminists are so annoying on Twitter sometimes. I just uh, scrap it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm gonna delete that. <laughs> I don't need to be audio sample for that. <laughs> no. Um, they'll find you. They will find I you. I know, so I'm not going there. I'm putting a period on that. Mm-mm. Let me let me Mm-mm. find another segue for this. I mean, if you want to go there, I'll go there. But, like, they will find you. Okay, let's go there. Let's go there. <laughs> let's just go for it. I, like, was really into feminism in high school. Like, it, like I literally mm-hmm. used to... I literally used to think I was like, oh, my God, feminism is more important than, like, gay liberation. I was sold on that idea. <laughs> It's simply not true. Like, yes, I know for a fact that women have a lot of things worse. There's a lot of challenges that women face. Blah, 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 blah. Being a woman is better than being a man. It's true. Tell me I'm wrong. I would much rather be a woman any day. I would rather have a period every single month and, like, have to suffer through that. And, like, if I got to have the emotional reality that women do. I can't breathe. Oh my <laughs> I'm so God. canceled, girl. I this is it. I can't breathe. I'm, but I said nothing wrong. Everything I said was true. Oh my God. You know what? It's like I feel the argument with the the main arguments that when it's comparing women to men, it's like the arguments that women give always involve like physical pain. Like. Uh-huh period yeah well you know what how many of them have had to get like have anal sex sorry like now like some of you have yeah and it's like can't like what the fuck is gender like can we just like (laughs) can we like what the fuck is gender what is gender let's ask can we like like, oh, please, I have no comment on that. Um, <laughs> gender, I don't know, all physical levels, I'm a wolf. That's what the fuck she's going to tell you. Like, I don't have... Mm-mm. Do you think Ark no. is a furry? Oh, absolutely. And I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say it, and I've said it before. She did not start acting like that before she started dating <gasps> Oh, that man. That, that man, that man. Because he is a furry. He oh, he's is a furry. a furry. He wants to put on the... He is. He wants to put on the prosthetics, and he wants yeah. to like, wear the costume. Like, he, he is. He's a furry. Mm-hmm. And she did not... She did not start acting like that until she started dating him. Like, she did not. 
And then, like, when they were together and getting really serious, that's when her whole, like, Instagram, all that bullshit changed. It's like, all these chihuahuas. Like, why the fuck do I want to see oh, a chihuahua like chihuahuas chihuahuas. boner? Uh, like, boner? with, like, the chihuahuas I didn't boner. See yes. I, I have it in my camera roll. When she was promoting non-binary, like, the first single for this yeah. latest album, like, those chihuahuas on a single cover. If you look at the single cover for non-binary, you'll see, like, there's chihuahuas on the cover with her. She's laying on a bed. And one has a boner? And there was, like, some behind this. Yeah, I, it's probably still on her Instagram. If you look at it, like, I'm it's in a behind-the-scenes photo, behind-the-scenes photo of that, that video. And this dog's boner is huge. Like, this little chihuahua, it's so big. Like, <laughs> I <it's> just, like, <laughs> your fans don't want to see this. Like, your fans don't want to see this. Like, why are you switching on them all of a sudden? Like, and it's because of your fucking man. Okay, but and to be honest, like, okay, like, I... I see what you're saying, but we did get the Time music video from her boyfriend's, like, lots mm-hmm. of weird fetishes, and that video slays. Mm-hmm. The show, yeah, it's I so mean, good. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting. I don't feel like it's, so in my opinion, okay, in my opinion, uh-huh. it might sound crazy, but Arca's visuals are, I feel, are not very strong okay like, no i do very, agree with this actually i don't you know think they've I mean? ever and, been that strong either right yeah and i, I mean because mm-hmm. jesse canada is not that like the uh, the album covers i like the, co- the like, covers the i like but the, the videos i don't mm-hmm. think i've ever seen an arc of video except for time that i'm like oh my god slay boots mm-hmm. like yeah. not one okay hold up I, we have to relate this back to feminism, and then the feminism back to thirst traps. So let's get to work. We can do this. Okay. Okay. Arca is exploring the new feminine. There's feminism. Okay, and then we said that feminism is cancelled. That's just a fact. And then... No more feminism. Because thirst traps are... (laughs) Because thirst traps are cancelled. Thirst traps... Thirst traps are meninism. Oh. Ooh. I like this take. Yes. Right. Yes. Like it's like okay, this is too much. Like you're doing too much now. Like, like the meninism, it's like it's to- it's like toxic meninism. Okay. It's like yes. But here's the like, other thing is that I do love male beauty and I I'm obsessed, mm-hmm. but I don't like it when it's intentional. I don't yes. I don't like when people are trying to be beautiful men. I like when other people are depicting beautiful men because I think that an innate fact about like male aesthetics is that like it requires a degree of uh, yeah. of beauty of, of unawareness. Of uh-huh. and I think it goes all back yeah. to like the way that we idolize like Greeks <clears throat> the way that we idolized Greek sculptures. My drunk ass mm. mouth can barely form those words. Um because all of those statues are really aloof and are looking away. And so when I see a hot man i don't want him to be like oh i'm hot like look at my look at me jiggle my cock like no i want to see him like looking sad and aloof and totally uninterested in me right tell me i'm wrong oh my god i'm losing my fucking mind okay fuck these men fuck them you know what (laughs) I fucking hate them because uh-huh. they know they look good. Oh, I know. They know they I do, know. Okay. Yep. They fucking know it. But then they fucking know it. Okay. Uh-huh. And then they caption their shit 
with stuff that's like, oh, I'm so fat, or <gasps> look at my dad oh, body, yeah. or like, or like, oh, look at this, like, so much weight that I gained. And it's like, you bitches know what the fuck you're doing with those captions, and it's fucking up the people who are viewing your content, okay? It's messing with their fucking confidence. It's messing with their it's reality. It's their psyches. Yeah, it's, this is not real. This is not the reality. And for you to make people think that what they're seeing is not real, it's like not like unrealistic or like, like even if they attain that, it still won't be good enough. And it's like when you're already at the peak of your health, but you're making people think mm-hmm. you're not, you are fucking with people's mentality, their psyche, their goals, their health. And that's what the fuck I don't like. Because, like, obviously, we get it. We know what they're doing. Yeah, and we it's get it. Because, you us. know, we got you know, it. But... Like, we just know. Like, some people got it and some people don't. Like, mm-hmm. you either get it or you don't. And we get it. And thank God we get it. Yeah, but, like, some of these, like, you know, post twink, like, heavy boys that, like, have, like, a little, like, pudge going right. on in the stomach, like, they, who, they still go they to the gym and, like, they see it and they're like, oh, <gasps> Oh my God! If yeah. he is mm-hmm. fat, then I'm obese. You know, right? Yeah, and, like, yeah. Some people don't get it. it, it well, it's all paying into the attention economy because it's not like hot on Twitter anymore to like mm-hmm. be confident or like sexually aggressive. Like, what's hot is to be a victim. Mm-hmm. And this goes back yeah. to everything we're talking about. It goes back to Arca. It goes back to feminism. Like. Everyone wants to be the victim. Everyone wants to be the victim. Like, everyone wants to be the one who is morally in the right and is wronged by someone else. So, everyone wants to exaggerate and say that they're fat. Everyone wants to exaggerate and say that my boyfriend isn't a furry. Like, cue Arca. But, like, let's be honest. Like, it doesn't do any good for anyone to, like, lie about the reality of things. Like, just be honest. Like, if you want to post your cock... Or if you want to post like your fucking chest pump, like then just do it. I don't want. I don't want to see the yeah. victim narrative around it. You're not yeah. fat. Shut up. And I, you know, when we talk about feminism too, mm-hmm. bringing this, bringing this to feminism and victimizing, I feel like victimizing with white feminism is like real, their, real. That's real. like, oh, like that's their thing. Like, you know what I mean? It's like. I'm going white to venture feminism. even to say that it, it, like, is not simply or, like, merely white feminism, but it's, like, most of the people who are buying into, like, the capitalist shaded version of feminism, which tends to be a lot of, like, upper-class, like, white girls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, and I don't, I really don't know why that is, but it's, like, these people, you know what, it's just, like, white privilege and, like, being the faces of, like, these movements and it's like they overpower or voice you know others who are less represented mm-hmm. you know and it's like that's why we see these stupid ass fucking like free the nipple and all that stuff it's like okay that's cute but like why the fuck does everything you bitches want to fight for has to do with like periods and like you know like <laughs> sex- like obviously that's important everybody knows that uh-huh. there are you know like everybody motherfucking knows that you know sexual like feminine like pieces of like you know the tampons all that shit the feminine you know the the cutlery for your vagina you know like that yes that shit should be free everyone knows that like that because women can't control it they go through it period like that's what the fuck period they need (laughs) so they 
pun included, I guess. And it's just like, that's just to come, period. But it's like, when, when like you want to continue this white feminist ideology, it's like, does that include trans women? No, 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 of course not. Right? Like, can we, like, let me ask you that. Like, were you thinking about that when you were like, free the nipple? Like, no, because the, the whole like, thing, like the, the whole philosophy here is that like, basically there's a lot of anxiety in white people, like just in general, there's a lot of anxiety in white people because they are seeing like a lot of discourse around like who is more racially oppressed than who. And so they see it and they're like, well, I don't feel that way, but I don't want to be a monster. Like I don't want to be a villain. And so they, they are like, okay, well, let me go through every little subsection of my identity and find one thing in which I can, like, create a victim narrative around. And it's led to just a variety of shitty problems. Like, it's led to these thirst traps, like, overstating their bodies or whatever. It's, like, it's led to, like, people making some claims about sexual violence that I don't really think hold weight. Like you look at Alex Morse, like this politician, like everyone is just trying to create a victim narrative. And so like in the situation of Alex Morse, like they're like, Oh, like he hit on me. Like, you know, when I was 19 in college, like he's a groomer. Like everyone just has to find some completely stupid self-serving victim narrative. And it's not doing good for anyone. And I honestly think it's also like infecting like trans movements and movements of like run by people of color. And it started with all these like freak out white people. And like now it's everywhere. Yeah. It's like, why does everyone want to be a victim? It's not fun to be a victim. Like I feel like with social media, like attention has been warped. Attention is like different. So it's like these bitches want to be like perceived, you know, negatively. And it like gives them that like, attention that they need you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's just like this victim like it's just yeah miss victim why can't we all just why can't we all just be happy like why can't we all just like work together like the world is literally ending like i don't know if i'm ever gonna fucking go to a a, like a nightclub again in my life yeah and meanwhile like like rose twitter is like trying to like create all these like random victim narratives out of nothing shut up it's just like my life, our lives, our lives could literally be over already. Like, our lives are over right now. We're just, like, waiting for the end. And it's like, that could be a reality. And we might be thinking this fucking virus is going to end. But it's not. But we believe that for now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why would why would we want to live in that? Like, why would we want to exist in that reality? Like, yeah. don't you want to have hope? Don't you want to believe in the future? Don't you want to have fun? Like, <laughs> Like, do you ever want to fucking go to a party again in your fucking life? Like, do you like? Isn't it more fun to like just like go and like fuck and like have a shot at the bar and like party through friends and like laugh and then like spend all of your time on Twitter like being a victim? Like, go to school and actually sit in a desk and like get older and like live your life and then get older and older and like live your life to its capacity and then die like beautifully like yeah I would die and like. Like going to the wind and like go into the wind, <laughs> like going to the wind and just be free be and like, free, you, like melt you into exist, the universe, like, right? Like you exist forever and ever, and like time is not up and down, time is like 
diagonal <laughs> and like it exists all at the same time. Like, bitch, your motherfucking graduation from high school, bitch. It's right that's now. That's not over. That's not gone. That's happening. That's, that's like tomorrow. Right now. But like, it like will never leave. All, like, all of it. this is true. All of this is true. And yet, nonetheless, here comes Rose Twitter. And like, mm-hmm. here comes like so many different obnoxious little teenagers like coming to tell you about your word usage or like coming to cancel you for something you did 12 years ago. I think like here is the point that I'm going to make out of all of this completely loose, unrelated discussion is that for thirst traps and for feminism and for canceling and for the infinity of time like everyone is suffering like we were all like cursed little humans and like we can have fun or we can be annoying and bitchy so pick one like go have fun or like be a bitch on twitter mm-hmm. yeah. and it's it's the worst it's ever been like with this it's just it's just horrible. It's it's like the world is falling apart, like physically, electronically. And now we have to watch these Netflix movies, like, and Ugh. and like we have to watch these Netflix movies and hope that it's they can like, like show it to us. Like, it doesn't it's work. Like H twenty four like vision on Netflix. Ugh. Like, it's like, it's not the same. Like, ugh. and it's just like it's just like it makes me sad. Like the lost time. Like, these are supposed to be the best years of my life. Like, like, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're, like, into, like, The Matrix. I don't know if you're into, like... (laughs) Where is this going? John Wick, all that shit. But it's just, like, things like that are being postponed because of this fucking virus. And it's, like, we could have been experiencing this a year earlier, two years earlier. You know, and it's, like, the lost time. Yeah, so I I hope that people can, like, recognize maybe from COVID that they've lost a lot of time in their own lives, like, being overly concerned about, like, woke nonsense, you know. But I just, I don't know. It seems to be getting worse as time goes on, like you said. Yeah, like... I'm still waiting for the next Evangelion movie I was supposed to be seeing three months ago. I was asking you that. I was going to ask you that. And I was like, wow, I wonder what the fuck she is thinking right now. Like, Oh, she was thinking literally like, someone execute like, me. Because I... Like, have we... Oh, I knew the movie was going to come out. Like, when, when right. I moved to Japan. And I was like, that... <sighs> I could not wait. I horrible. was watching Evangelion. I was writing... Because they use a lot of complicated, like, science terminology in Japanese I would never use in my everyday speech. I was studying to go watch that movie. And now it's over. And I have to go onto Twitter and be berated for my Charlie XCX stupid-ass discourse. This is too much. It's too much, simply. We, like, this is getting too much. Like, we're going to need Disney Plus to pick up Evangelion. Like, pick it up. (laughs) Hold up! Hold up! I just found the quote I'm putting through (laughs) in the website. We're gonna need Disney Plus to. (laughs) Okay. On that note, I think that is like the perfect summation of everything we've said. So, uh, this has been unhinged and a blast. So you have to come on again really soon. Yes, I had actually had so much fun. Uh, Me too. A great experience. Uh, so yeah, everybody. Stop fucking canceling each other on Twitter. Stop posting ugly thirst traps and, like, trying to make yourself a victim with it. Uh, stream Evangelion. Um, mm. Yeah. Fuck COVID. Black Lives Matter. Perfect. Black Lives Matter. Fuck COVID. Trans Black Lives Matter. Yep. Yeah. Mother Nick.
Hey divas, are you gay? Are you skinny? Are you hot? Are you a Marxist? Are you my mom? Are you manacled to a debilitating drug problem? Are you paralyzed by the weight and inevitability of human extinction? If you are any of these things or none of them and are still listening to my stupid podcast for some reason, then you simply must join my new Discord server. That's right, I'm So Popular has a brand new dedicated Discord server for chat and discussion on all the topics you love. Come harass me about my makeup, drag your friends, post incriminating screenshots of people you don't like anymore, whine about your day, have a drink, contribute to my podcast's unending assault on the population of the world. You can check out the link in the description to join or find a link on my website, I'mPopular.me where you can also stream every episode of the show thus far and check out the most embarrassing quotes from the fools I've tricked onto coming on. See you there, divas.